It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz for the 1st of October. Media Day Reactions and Get to Know Boyan Bogdanovich as training camp gets underway. It's Locked On Jazz. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA Insider. This is Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz, giving you insight, expertise, geeky numbers, and and helping you enjoy the jazz season. Not the offseason, but the season. We are here, opening day, training camp today. We get to watch them out on the floor. I'll have all sorts of reports for you all the time. So where do you want to follow to get the latest news on the jazz during the season? Instagram, DLock09. I'll do live little reports, updates every day, give you almost your flash briefing type things on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me there. I'll try to go live with various press conferences at Lockdown Sports on Twitter, as well as on Instagram at times. I'll try to set that up for you. It might be tomorrow. Uh, utahjazz.com slash jazz. I'll have little bullet notes from training camp each day and things of that nature that are taking place, almost a daily empty the noggin type thing uh, for you. And right here, Locked on Jazz on iTunes, Spotify, wherever. Please subscribe to the show and make it part of your daily routine. So glad to have you with us. Uh, we, give it to, we bring this to you every day, Monday through Friday. All right, today's plan, review what uh, took place on Media Day, and then I sat down with Boyan Bogdanovich, so you get to know him a little bit. We'll have a get-to-know series coming uh, with a bunch of the players here in the next few days. By the way, Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand, so you can start your style upgrade now with $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com when entering Locked On at checkout. All right. I thought the biggest story that came out of yesterday's media day, there was Podium. There was us live at UtahJazz.com. I believe you can still get that. The Dante Exum interview was great. Uh, Joe Ingles was really good at Utah Jazz Facebook. Uh, and then uh, the biggest, and there was uh, the 1280 The Zone. So lots of content for you. Uh, the biggest news story I thought that took place was that Donovan's healthy. And I thought it was kind of revealing, actually, on how much he kind of stated that he wasn't healthy a year ago. Uh, that he was maybe a little bit more hampered and not quite right. And as he started the year last year, if we go back, you know, when everyone talks about the year he didn't have, which I still think is a ridiculous conversation, they're really talking about the opening month or two. Right, so in November, Donovan and December, Donovan shot forty-two and thirty-eight percent in the opening t- part of the season. He, he was he, he's in his three-point shooting was twenty-five percent and twenty-nine percent in Denver. So we had a brutal schedule. He wasn't quite right. But if if you go to post January one. Uh, of Donovan Mitchell, and to some extent, you almost wonder if it's like the acquisition of of uh, Kyle Korver and, and some of that uh, area or whatever. We get we come we go we play uh, the first in Toronto, and Donovan says last year you're going to get a different different year, different me. In the final 44 games of the season, Donovan Mitchell shot 45 percent from the field. 41% from three, scored 27 points a game, had five rebounds and five assists while taking 21 shots a game. 
He was he was remarkable. And then if you dig in on the next tier of that and get into some of his other numbers, uh, Ron Boone and I talked about this a little bit the other day on on the live program. You end up with some catch and shoot numbers and things of that sort post January one that are, that are simply just as good as you can get. And so to hear that Donovan kind of op- hey that foot injury really slowed me down. I think he over- I think he he would openly admit he might have over traveled. Uh, hopefully this year he he you know he figured that out a little bit and maybe didn't o- travel as much. So he went to China still. I mean he still got to sell the shoe right. Uh, he went to China a ton, uh, but you start to kind of you start to look at those numbers and see what he did in those catch and shoot. He's forty eight point three percent off the bounce. He's thirty six percent. If he's anywhere near those numbers for this season, that's the kind of thing that we're talking about about propelling this team to another level. Because those are those are mammoth mammoth numbers. That's Donovan. That's Donovan taking the leap that everyone's talking about. If Donovan. Donovan takes the leap. That's Donovan taking the leap. Uh, and that's the natural growth, actually, that's taking place. Year one to year two, when you had a great year one, is not a natural growth pattern. That's, that's an expectation that I would say is, is somewhat faulty. So that was really fascinating, I thought, or maybe the most interesting part of the day, was kind of hearing that comment from Donovan at the podium, talking about how much he, he you know, respects being healthy, now today, uh, compared to what it was before. And then you obviously have the USA Today presence where Rudy Gobert was super interesting, talking about how much he thinks that will help Donovan uh, in regards to who, how Donovan is, who he is, how he plays, uh, and, and how much it helped Rudy. Rudy's saying, I think it'll help Donovan the same way that it helped me. Uh, so super interesting comments in regards to Donovan. The other thing that was pretty interesting was how obtuse everybody was about Dante Exum's health status, uh, including Dante. Uh, Dante made the comment to us, I'm here to be ready for the playoffs. It really hurt to miss that. Wow, that's a, you know, in October to be talking about being ready for the playoffs. We are certainly going to make the playoffs, but it's an interesting uh, kind of comment from Dante that his mindset is not being ready for opening day, but being ready for the playoffs. So that I thought was interesting. If that's the case, this is a huge opportunity for Emmanuel Moutier. You know, there probably was a real competition for who's going to get those minutes. And now Emmanuel Moutier, who I think is really, truly the biggest question mark on this entire roster. Uh, He's loaded with skill. He's incredibly strong. He has some natural instincts of a hesitation dribble and things of that nature to his game that are, are unique. And then secondarily... Here's a guy who now, who frankly has not been good yet in his career. And he may not have been in a good position either. Like, that's just not clear. But he's now got, if Dante's really does, it doesn't, no one said like Dante's not ready. They said he'll participate in training camp. He'll be involved in training camp. But never said like he's a go and didn't talk about opening night. So it was very clear that there was a, a goal not to set a date for him. Um, and And time will tell. Maybe he's totally ready and they... It's symptomatic, and that's kind of one of the things Dennis Lindsay said, and they'll let him play it out, and we'll see whether or not it's, it's you know, how, how that plays. It, 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 it was clear to me that there was not, like, they weren't, he's ready to go. Like, that was not the answer to the question when I asked it, when Dennis Lindsay got asked it. Um, 
And Dante was fabulous in our interview yesterday, just so insightful of how he's been able to handle it, what he's been able to do, what he's been through, um, how he's fought through it, uh, things of that nature. Um, so all sorts of fun at conversation pieces with Dante. But this is really an opportunity for Emmanuel Moutier with, you know, you're not going to want to run Mike Conley out there for much more than 31, 32 minutes a night, even though Mike played a lot last year. I think an under-talked about thing about Mike, and, he, he, you know, the age is a real issue for a lot of the guys on this roster. At least, you know, that's what they tell us. I, I think some of this stuff is a narrative that's outdone the science, frankly. But last year, interestingly enough, on – uh, Mike Conley, he, Mike Conley played 39 games of 34 or more minutes last year. Now, probably out of necessity, um, but that's a guy who's obviously in great physical shape and ready to go. One of the things you always look at is back-to-back numbers. Uh, Mike's back-to-back numbers were less, uh, were less one day rest, or I guess no days rest going basketball reference, shot 42% compared to 46% with some rest. So a little bit of a sign there that you probably want to be worried about where his recovery is, where his body is. I mean, frankly, everything I've been told from NBA players on this issue of uh, health is it just happens. You just suddenly aren't right anymore. Um, and it's, you know, you just, it just, like, it happens. Um, actually, that number uh, from Basketball References does not have zero days rest on it. He shot 51% and 38% from with... No days rest. He shot 42% with one. He shot 46% with two. So that doesn't actually show joint. So anyway, huge. I think that's a huge note is uh, Emmanuel Moutier seems to have a grand, grand uh, opportunity. Three million people already use Dave to save up to $1,000 a year in overdraft fees. That's why it's the number one budgeting app in the app store. Go to dave.com slash locked on and never pay another overdraft fee. Get to know Boyan Bogdanovich as well as some thoughts on uh, Royce O'Neal, Justin Wright, Foreman, Joe Ingles, Dennis Lindsay conversation, uh, and all of those things uh, coming up on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. Homie is revolutionizing the real estate market for you, so if you are moving into this fourth quarter and deciding this is the time to buy or sell your home, Homie is doing things that have never been done before and changing the marketplace for you. I've talked to you a lot about how Homie's changing the marketplace in regards to selling your house when Homie uh, very impressively just sets a set fee for it. So if you've got the best house in the marketplace in your area, you've done all of those kind of things, It does. they don't charge you more. They just charge you $1,500. Well, now Homie also can buy any home for you. That's right. Choose Homie agent versus the traditional. Why? Well, because they're going to give you $5,000 back to help with closing fees. So that's $5,000 toward your house so you can buy the dream home you want. They'll help you find that dream home, tour homes, make offers, negotiate the best deal, and then work to get you $5,000 back at the end. Go to homie.com. If you want more, just text LOCK, L-O-C-K-E, to 88588. That's 88588 to find out more of what Homie can do for you. You can buy with Homie. And save thousands because homies got your back. Life is complicated, especially right now. You're spending more time inside, unable to go to restaurants, and that means you're cooking dinner. But if you're like me, I hate cooking. 
multiple trips to the grocery store, hours of monotonous meal prep just so you can scarf down your food in minutes. So when it's dinner time, I grab my phone, open up an app, and order something. But after convenience fees, delivery fees, and who knows whatever other fees, it ends up being close to $100 for two people. But then I met Freshly. Just put up your feet and relax while Freshly chefs and nutritionists do all the hard work. All you do is heat for three minutes and dinner's done. Imagine a better for you golden oven fried chicken, steak peppercorn with sauteed carrots and French green beans, and my personal favorite, buffalo chicken with loaded mashed cauliflower. It's got fewer carbs. That's just a few of the 30 plus health conscious options to choose from. Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious, healthy, and simple because let's be honest here. If it's not easy, I'm not going to do it. And if it doesn't taste good, I don't want to eat it. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off, $40 off for their first two orders at freshly.com slash locked on NBA. That's freshly.com slash locked on NBA. Boyan, Boyan Bogdanovich, get to know. I don't think you've heard a lot from him, so we'll have that for you uh, upcoming. Hopefully you'll like that. Uh, what are some of the other things that jumped out to me? Uh, the Bo Joe Show, obviously Mike Conley making when asked by Donovan Mitchell, and just that's still the fun, right? Donovan's still adding that mood. You still get that camaraderie. You can feel that togetherness that hopefully will drive this team despite the fact it's it's a tremendously new roster. Uh, so that. That tells you there's still that, you know, you still have Joe Ingles. You still have Donovan. You still got Rudy's fight. I, I still go back to a comment, Howell Neto, who we will miss badly um, as a person, as, uh, as well as a player. Um, the, the one that jumps out to me uh, maybe the most about uh, what, what Howell Neto said about Rudy Gobert was that his unabashed confidence forces you to believe in yourself as well. I thought that was a, was a, was a really interesting uh, comment. And I think it is true. And that, you know, he brings that aspect to this. Quinn Snyder's talked about that a lot um, in that, Hey, you know, Rudy believes at such a level and he often believes more uh, than, than we do. Uh, I thought Joe Ingles was great conversation on our, on the Utah jazz Facebook feed. Uh, if you didn't get that, I I assume that's still up. So I will send a link for you and, and get it to you, uh, via locked on sports on Twitter. So if you want to go kind of grab that, uh, you're welcome to, or I'll send it, I'll try to share it on my locked on sports, uh, feed as well. So I'll look and see if I can find that, uh, if they actually have that at Utah Jazz. they didn't seem to have it up on the main site. So a lot of media day coverage there, but not a lot of our live show. Uh, we'll see whether we can find that for you. But I thought Joe Ingles was really interesting. Uh, great news. He was really great. Uh, the truth of his personality um, talking about uh, the – it is up on utahjazz.com, by the way. I've just found it. So I, if you can't find it there, I will share it uh, at both the Locked on Jazz page um, as well as uh, on the Locked on Sports page uh, for you. So – um, make sure you grab that there if you want to. The the Joe Ingles thing I thought that was super interesting uh, yesterday was him. I you know I brought up to him, hey, last year you were often like the number two option in this whole offense, and now there's gonna be times when you're number five. And he was like, yeah, I love it. Um, and I thought that was I thought that was really interesting to see how how excited he was about that, uh, and, and really just a complete understanding 
of the burden that's been asked upon him and then obviously what he now has to do. And I think the players were total, are totally aware of this roster and what it can do. I think that's uh, the most interesting thing to me. They're, they're totally aware of the shooting, uh, what's taking, you know, what level there is um, of, of offensive talent on this team. And so Quinn basically has sent the message to them. They shared that this team's going to go as far as you can go defensively. And I talked to Dennis Lindsay about that a decent amount about the numbers I've shared with you guys so many times that when Derek Favors was off the floor, the defensive numbers are still really, really good. And so what does that tell us about where this team can go defensively without Derek Favors? Obviously, Ed Davis is super good. He's probably the second-best defensive, uh, second-best backup center in the NBA last year, so he might be the best backup center in the NBA uh, unless you think DeAndre Jordan's still good or Jared Allen in Brooklyn. Uh, but there's a, there's, and so you still have that aspect to him. Uh, Dennis talked a lot about Ed Davis punishing people on the offensive glass, that, that aspect of, of the game and bringing that to who he is. So um, we'll see whether the Jazz can, can get that out of Ed Davis. Tony Bradley, a lot of reports that he was just terrific in OTAs. Maybe Tony Bradley is ready to push for some minutes in that regards. Uh, Tony Bradley's a guy uh, that I have just a, a – a great deal of respect for in the way he's battled and, and such a nice kid and still just 21 uh, years of age. He was effusive with his praise of assistant coach uh, Vince Lagarza, who he's been working with uh, for a great deal of time and, and how much uh, he went. So I, I thought Dennis was, was good in that regard. Justin Zanuck uh, joined us on that program uh, as well. A uh, few other notes that jumped out to me. Justin Wright Foreman, just a delightful young man, easy to root for. Probably spend most of the year with the Salt Lake Stars, but you can watch him and root for him there. Uh, Royce O'Neal's confidence is bubbling. Uh, he, and, and he's just been through a lot. I think he has that. Um, he is uh, super, super um, uh, kind of, confident but with a with an under not not like an unabashed inappropriate confidence but a um a kind of a belief that he's developed and worked hard enough to get where he needs to go so first day of training camp today should be really interesting to see what happens with the guys and how they play through these various things uh and what what we learn from from all of them. Uh, those were basically the notes I had. Uh, I did not get a chance to talk to Rudy. They were doing a big, some of the guys were doing a big commercial shoot and was taking a little while. And so we didn't get all of them. Uh, I, I will say this, uh, keep an eye on Mia One. I, I think there's, I think he's going to work with a good, with Mia One. It has a good training camp. I think he can work his way in particular. If Dante's not quite ready. This is why I think so. If Dante's not quite ready, he's the next in line. If Moutier doesn't develop, he's the next in line. If Royce O'Neal gets nicked, he's the next in line. If Donovan gets nicked, he's the next. There's so many different vehicles by which he's going to get time on the floor. He can play the one, two, or three. He can defend the one, two, or three. I don't know if he can really play the one. I think he can bridge the one rather than play it. And so I think he's going to get an opportunity in that regard. The other one I think is going to be super interesting to watch. Probably training camp's not going to be the place for it. But George Niang. George Niang has really proven he can give you valuable minutes. I'm not sure where they are on this roster. 
And so it'll be interesting to see how much George forces it upon the coaching staff that he gets those moments and that he has to, you know, they have to find a way uh, to put him on the floor. Boyan Bogdanovich. What do you know about him? What's he like? We'll find out coming up. Murdoch Hyundai is the home of the Palisade that is rocking the the motor world right now. The eight-seater, every safety world. We bought that Santa Fe. And basically, uh, I was trying to Blake Murdoch the other day. He was joking. You tried to create the Palisade. We put all the safety features in for our young son who was driving in 16 and so not good. And... By definition, not because of him. And we got him as many safety features as we could. It passed all the safety tests. We gave the three rows of seats so mom could still use it to run the kids around to various skis event, skiing events. And then they came out with the Palisade. That's what that car is right now. And it is flying off the market. There are uh, Linden is the number one selling Hyundai dealership in the country of the Palisade. 4646 South State Street in Murray. If you're looking for a car right now, at least put a Hyundai on the list. Stop by the Murray store. Say out to Jason there. Go down to Linden. Say out to Blake there. And if you're going down to one of these stores and you're looking for a car, don't be silly. Send me an email, DLock09, and let me know. I did it for one of our guys the other day and saved him a bunch of money. Blake, I texted Blake. I said, I got a guy who wants to come down there. What, what, should we, what can we do for him? He says, tell him to ask for me. I got an email from Michael shortly thereafter that said, hey, just by telling you, I got an additional $693 off. No questions asked. It is Murdoch Hyundai in Logan, in Linden, as well as at 4646 South Street. You'll get the best, most amount of features for your dollar, plus some great cars. The SUV lineups, the short little zippy Kona with the Tucson, the Santa Fe, and now the Palisade, and the Sonata and the Elantra are the sedans. It's Hyundai, it's Murdoch Hyundai, 4646 South State Street. Hi, this is Nate Duncan from Locked On's Hollinger and Duncan podcast. Those of you who listen to our show know that I try to take a measured approach. I'm not prone to hyperbole. It really takes something special to get me excited. But with all that said, Theragun is simply one of the best products that I have ever used. I just turned 40. I've always loved to work out, to play basketball when it's safe. And as I got into my 30s, it just wasn't possible to do that anymore the way I wanted to because my body didn't feel right. And Theragun has helped me fix so many of the aches and pains. I've tried everything, massages, chiropractors, this at-home device, handheld percussive therapy has worked better than any of those for me. And now the all-new Gen 4 Theragun has a proprietary brushless motor. It's so quiet. It's no louder than an electric toothbrush. And best of all, you can try Theragun risk-free for 30 days. There's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power you need starts at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash locked on, the name of this network right now, and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash locked on, theragun.com slash locked on. Let's go on a journey with Boyan Bogdanovich. All right, let's get to know Boyan Bogdanovich. Uh, if you took me back to your hometown, what would you show me? I would definitely show you the the old bridge. Mostar, it's kind of kind of big history history city over there. There's there's a lot of lot of thing to see and 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 to learn. So the old bridge is one of the one of the first thing that I will that I would take you. That whole area 
for Americans is not known as a place you travel. We travel to Paris and London, but I hear Europeans all travel to the old Yugoslavia and all those various countries for their vacations. Exactly, Croatia. Croatia is one of the one of the most beautiful countries in the world, especially in the summertime. We got a lot of more than thousand islands, so there's it's becoming more more popular. So there's there's a lot of lot of tourists last couple of years over there. Did you have any brothers and sisters growing up? Oh yeah, I had a, I have three younger sisters, so I'm the I'm the I'm the oldest one, protector. <laughs> and where are they now? Uh, they're still in in Croatia. Yeah. If you took me back to your childhood room, what did your what did it look like? It would be a lot of lot of like footballs and, and, and basketballs, a lot of a lot of lot of things that, that everybody that everybody does. So but it's I was like always always like trying to trying to get in a sport so it would be a lot of lot of balls all around, yeah. Did you play soccer as a Ameri- American soccer fo- European football? No, it's football. Yes, it is. For football in Europe, it's. I started it wrong. <laughs> I admit it. It's football. So yeah, I play. I play football like all Europeans. I think that we start with a uh, with a football and then we, we switch off to, to another sport. That's that's how I started. I played. I played till I was till I was fifteen. I think so. Do you think that helps you? I think so. My my footwork is kind of kind of better. My my coordination it's, it's it's better. So I think that that playing playing other sports can help you to be to be better in your. Now you didn't you leave uh, Bosnia Herzegovina at about 16 years old to go to Europe? I mean to go to uh, to Madrid. To Madrid. Yeah. yeah, I left my home when I was when I turned when I turned 16. So I was I was there by my by myself. So I'm still living like that. <laughs> One of the questions I was going to ask you is, what's the hardest thing you ever had to overcome? I would guess that trying to get through that was probably very close to the top. Yeah, that was the, that was the hardest one to be. To be a part of my, my family, my I had one sister in that time, so so it was hard. Especially I didn't I didn't speak uh, Spanish, and, and 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 everybody everybody over there around the club speaks just just Spanish. So it was tough first couple of months, but uh, as soon as pick up the the language, it was it was kind of kind of easy. But still, to be to be far away from for uh, from family, it's it was it was tough. When you came to the United States, did it make it easier in the sense that you'd just been doing this for so long that you've been traveling and on your own? Oh yeah, that was that was that was easy. I mean, like I said, I left when I was when I was sixteen, so come to states was was nothing compared to compared to that. Nate McMillan in an interview said once that he he has to kind of get you to talk every now and then that you're kind of quiet and you'll just kind of plow through. Is that back to the, from that characteristic? I mean, I talk when I have to. I don't I don't talk just to just to talk. So, no, he's Nate is cool guy. I had a great great relationship with him, so he was kind of kind of joking probably. Joe Ingles will do all the talking for you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first court you ever played on, and what was it like? There was an. Uh, on a rooftop on one building in, in in Croatia, that was our our practice practice facility. So it was kind of kind of bad core, but still uh, still I, I love it. Outside or inside? Inside, inside, but it feels like outside because windows are kind of kind of broke, ceiling is it's 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 leaking. So, but still, still was one of my favorite places to to go and play play basketball. Uh, when did you realize you were good? When did you realize that you had a real talent? I played just one year 
and and I signed with with Madrid right away. So pretty pretty soon I realized that that I can that I can be good in uh, and, and and have a have a good career. Who was the one that pushed you the hardest? That maybe was the toughest on you in your. Uh, my dad and my dad probably. My dad and my 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 grandfather. Sorry, there were. My my dad used to play over there in in, in Croatia for a for a for a long time. So he was the he was the guy that that tried to coach me and 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 kind of kind of told me all my mistakes after the after the game. No, that's really interesting though. Your father played, and yet you didn't start playing until you were 15 years old. That's most dads who played try to get their kids in it right away. He tried. To, he tried to drag me into to basketball, but all my friends, all my friends used to play used to play football. So that's that's how I started with a, with a football. But in the end, I I switch up things. God, what uh, you wear forty four? How come? There is no any any reason. When I signed with a, with, I used to wear four and, and seven, and both numbers were were taken over there in in, in Istanbul in Fenerbahce. So. I had to choose 44. There's no any 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 reason. I haven't gotten to talk to you about signing with Utah. What was that process? And you had a great situation in Indiana, and now you're being got you know someone's coming at you and willing to really show you how important you are. What was that whole process, and how did you decide? But it was everything happened pretty pretty quick. I mean, I had a couple offers from uh, from the team around the around the league, but when uh, when the Jazz and and, and the president and coach. Call me and say that they want me in a in a team, and just seeing the how good roster how good roster we have with a great great uh, mix young young and, and old players, and with the Donovan and, and and Mike, it was it was easy decision for me. Uh, back to basketball for a second, or maybe not. What is the one thing you would like to get better at? I would love to play better defense. I'm 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 working on it last last couple last couple of years. I really I really improved. Last year in Indy, we were we were one of the best teams in a in a league defensively. So I hope, I hope that's gonna that's gonna happen here too. Having been in a few teams, what is the thing that makes for a successful basketball culture inside of a team? Chemistry, chemistry, definitely. I mean, I realized that the last last two seasons with the Pacers, no one no one gave us any any chance to be in a, in, a, in a playoff push or, or or to take to take LeBron and Cleveland to to seven games so i think that that chemistry is more important because every every single team got a got a quality and and, and great players on the team so how 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 you going to how you going to realize your minutes your shots your your position in the team is going to decide how how good your team is going to be final two quick questions for you when you when a fan thinks of you what do you want a fan to think I want them to to think that that I bring something something new to the to the team and that I that I help to that I help the team to to go deep to the playoffs. And when a teammate thinks of you, what do you want a teammate to think of? He's the go-to guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Boyan Bogdanovich, we'll continue to have the get-to-know interviews for you for the next few weeks and all the reports from training camp at dlock09 at uh on twitter excuse me on instagram locked on sports on twitter utahjazz.com slash locked on jazz all available for you all the latest news all the biggest updates and subscribe to this podcast locked on jazz on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcast and remember there are now nhl locked on podcasts as the nhl channel launched yesterday on the locked on podcast network have a great day
Rejecting the screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter. So it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov. And I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday, we talk hoops and a little bit of life. On Thursday, we go ISO with a guest. Stories from anyone and everyone who has touched the NBA with tales we promise you've never heard before. Find Rejecting the Screen right now wherever you get podcasts and hit that subscribe button.